All right. Hi, everybody. We're back to Inspired Action Life podcast. And I've been away for a minute from these video podcasts. So I just went ahead and, and planned kind of a, a new series of fresh faces and fresh ideas of people that I wanted to talk to that I've come in contact, you know, just really naturally. I think that it was um, sort of divinely appointed that I stumble upon these people. I admire what they're doing. And so, hey, I just say, let's, let's talk. Okay. And are you willing? And, you know, my friend here, Brooke, my new friend, Brooke is willing to do that. So what I'm going to tell you about her today is what I know, but I'll let her go a little bit more deeper into the rabbit hole, exactly why she's doing what she's doing, how she, how she got there. So I've known her from her work on Instagram that I followed a story that she was doing her, her zone of genius, which is, um, she is, she was doing a retreat like planning business where she was kind of doing the um, behind the scenes, all the coordinating stuff that takes that special skill to do. Um, she probably does overall events, but we're going to find out here in just a few minutes, all different kinds of events. But I saw her literally on the job doing what she was doing. And I was loving her creativity and how she was going about her work and just laughing and smiling. So it was clear she loves what she does. And I just got to get the 411 on this because I want to know how she got to what what she's doing and um, if this is like a calling she feels like she has. So I'm going to give her the floor in just one second. So without further ado, let me introduce to you Brooke Dumas and she lives in California and uh, San Diego to be specific, but she didn't always live there. So how are you doing today, Brooke? I am fabulous. I'm so excited to he be here. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm just pumped. How are you today? I'm doing so great. I mean, like I, I said before I turned the camera on, we got sun. And unlike you now spoiled ones in California, we don't get that all the time in the Midwest. So this is like a special treat for me. And so it's like the energizer to my battery, you know, it's just like, it's the, you know, the whole thing that makes it go for me. So I'm stoked. So I'm so glad to be able to talk to you today because there's so much information that you have that I want. And so you are super valuable. Your content's super uh, valuable and rich for, for this podcast today. So um, tell me this. So you, I already explained what you do, but how did you come to do that? What's your story? How'd you get there and all that? Great question. So um, I was one of the few people that I actually went to college for event planning. So I went to college for the thing that I actually do. One of the wow. few people in this world, I know beyond the doctors and things that you actually <laughs> legit need your degree for Unusual. what you do. Yeah. I know. So um, I went to school, I knew I always wanted to be in the world of events. And um, I was very much so focused on corporate when I graduated, when I was in college, I graduated college, mm -hmm. so many of the people that were in my program really wanted to be wedding planners. And I thought they were batshit crazy. I'm like, <laughs> how do you want to plan weddings for your like career and deal yeah. with brides? Like, oh no, not, not me. Yeah, the neurotic, that. you know, that whole neurosis exactly. that goes on with wedding planning. Yes. And so, um, I had this like vision of me and the corner office and the like black power suit with a thin Britney Spears mic set to bark orders. <laughs> of course, people. you got the whole story going on. You build yes. up the story. Love it. Yes. Oh, yes. I had the vision. I was going to do 5,000 person events with my Britney Spears mic barking orders at people. It was going to be great. And so when I graduated college, I 
the experience that I had had at that point leading up is I had a really hard time finding corporate event planning experience. And I found a ton of experience in wedding planning. So graduated college, ended up finding a position in corporate, didn't have a ton of experience working in it though. The moment I got into corporate, I learned corporate was not for me at all. It, it just oh. felt like I was in prison. It felt like a, a trap. It's very antiseptic and very limited, isn't it? I, it I started is. in that world too, thinking totally. I was doing one thing and it's too antiseptic and methodical for me. It is. And especially for people who are extremely spirited and have that entrepreneurial spirit to begin with, it yes. feels like prison. Yes. So um, I got into it for a little while. I just knew within two weeks, I was not meant for corporate and really wanted to start a business. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I was going to do. And the thing that came down, it came down to was, you know, I really know wedding planning. I know how to plan weddings. Well, I've done a lot of this in internships. I'm going to start a wedding planning business. So I did in 2016. So you went there anyway, despite yep, so the, the you know, old neurosis and everything else. I get you. You totally. got to go where your work is. So. Yep. so in 2016, I started my wedding planning business and um, Stella Luna Events, which is, was based. So I lived in Michigan, born and raised in Michigan. That's where I started my business oh. and grew it to a six-figure business, was absolutely slaying the game. We were doing so many um, like events all over Michigan. We were doing them in California, South Carolina, Colorado, like really was growing this thing to do quite well. Um, and once I kind of got into it a little bit more, I just started to realize more and more how much my heart was not in wedding planning and how much weddings just like, didn't fuel my fire and light me up and get me excited. And so I knew I wanted to do something else, but I wasn't sure what it was. And I also had this weird guilt that I had this super successful wedding planning business and I didn't want to just give up on it. Right. So, um, in about a year ago, actually, I was at a retreat. Funny enough, one of my girlfriends, um, hired me to come plan her retreat in San Diego, which has always been one of my favorite places where I had been wanting to live for a really long time. So I went to her retreat and the whole basis of the retreat was about like human design and learning about your human design and using that power to help shape your life and your career. And so, I decided there in that moment, as I was also, you know, learning more about human design and executing this retreat, I was like, wow, this would be amazing if I could like get paid to do this. Like, I mean, you're you're on that purpose now, because once you connect that thought, now, you know, something's going. Yes. And so I was like, it'd be so nice if I could like get paid to do this, like for reals, for reals, get paid. Yeah, and I, I had cash host- money. Yeah, totally. And I had hosted some events in my business. I had this conference called the Haven conference that I try to host one a year. And I'd done plenty of those and realized that I had this gift of planning events for entrepreneurs, for people in their businesses. And, um, it was something that I wasn't seeing other people doing in the world. There wasn't a lot of retreat planners or event planners focused for entrepreneurs. And so the seed was planted. And so I started thinking, okay, how could I make this work? How could I make this work living in Michigan? There's not a huge market for this in Michigan. I knew that my goal was to move to, um, San Diego, but it felt like that goal wasn't going to happen until about 2022. So I was like, okay, how can I make this work? So slowly started trying to build it. I also just fully surrendered to the universe and said, you know, this is the path that I want to be on. This is really what I want to do, but I don't know how to make this work. So I'm putting this in your hands. 
And then um, funny enough, my husband gets a job opportunity to move to San Diego uh, (laughs) within. Stop, stop. Yep. That's the stuff I love. And you know, I'm going to be circling back around to that. Continue. Okay. Yes. So this was, I think maybe seven months after the retreat, he gets a job opportunity to move to San Diego. And it was so funny because about two months before we even knew this could be a thing, he had said to me, Hey, how would you feel if we moved to San Diego in two months? And he didn't know about the job. He didn't know about the position. (laughs) And I was like, I'm not ready. I still have wedding contracts. I don't have my stuff together with retreats yet. Like I, I'm not ready. It's not happening till 2022. And then of course the universe is like, Oh, you're not ready. Okay, here we go. Let me click you off the, let me push you off the cliff. So, um, he got the position and we ended up moving. And so that's when I went all in on retreat planning and launching that side of my business. And it has just been explosive. And I've had the opportunity to spend a month in Costa Rica, um, already like doing, that's where I saw you. <laughs> yes. That's where you saw yeah, me. That's where I it's saw so going on. And so, yeah. And now I'm chatting with clients that were doing retreats in Greece, Bali, um, literally all over the world, all over the United States. So, um, it's so amazing. So I still own my wedding planning business and I'm actually, um, in the process of bringing on a partner to help me like manage that business and take care of that. So then I can go all in and really focus on the retreat planning side of things. That is okay. All right. Listen, you are the reason this podcast exists. I mean, it's stuff like this and here's why, because if there's well, what am I saying? If I know there's people like, like me and other people who have these like great ideas and, um, take these risks, you know, but we just go like a measured risk, you know, Mm -hmm. we do, we don't go all in and we watch people like you. Um, I found you through Taylor Simpson because I was following Taylor Simpson, who was also into like spiritual world and, um, and you were doing that amazing, uh, event in Costa Rica. Amazing, completely amazing. And, um, what, makes you take risk when like maybe somebody like me who I'm moving the dial, but other people aren't taking that risk. And now I'm getting a little nugget. I'm getting a backstory that where, you know, when the universe wants you to move, you're moving, whether you think it's time or not, it's never really about your timeline. It's about the the best, the greatest good for you, for your highest good. Absolutely. And I think I always like one thing I'll always say is like, if this is meant to happen and if this is the greatest good for not only for me, but for all, like yes. it will just naturally happen. And I think that's such a big part of just surrendering to the process and not having a controlled grip the entire time. I think so many of us feel like we need to control every little detail, but there's yeah. so much beauty in just surrendering sometimes. There is. Mm-hmm. I mean, and why do we torture ourselves? I don't know. I mean, like I, I'll think of a thousand reasons of why it won't work, you know, but but I rarely ever will, you know, give more than like three reasons why it will work, you know, but I can have a list this long of all the reasons it's not going to work. And, and, oh, I just don't have this. I don't have that. Everything's not lined up or whatever, you know, whatever it is and then you come along and then I hear stories like you you're a midwest girl but you have your own business already so Mm -hmm. so you know there's reasonable belief that you could make this go so you know then then your best and favorite opportunity shows up in California but tell me this how um how did you go full bore then with this whole retreat thing in California how did you get that started how did you know what to do did the universe place people in your path um, what brought all that together? 
Oh, this is such a great question. Um, you know, it was something I definitely, it was something I wanted very badly. And I had such a fire in me that I did go full out with it. And I was like, all right, let's build a website. Let's do this. I had already been working one-on-one -on -one with a business coach. So it was really nice. She was able to kind of walk me through, these are the steps we need to take. This is how you need to start networking and X, Y, and Z. And a huge part of my success so far with really starting this new business is I actually did join Taylor Simpson's mastermind um, prior to knowing I was going to move. So I wasn't aware I was going to move. I had no You're clue. You're kidding me. Literally. So this is the story. This is insane. I One day, tell me. yes, I um, woke up and at that time in my life, I was doing like, um, card pull, like an Oracle deck card pulls of, I would do one for business and one for personal every single day. Oh, that's a good um, idea. I rarely yeah. separate them. That's a good idea. Yeah. It was fun. And it was kind of just like fun to see the two different messages. And of course they always would like overlap or that type yeah, of thing. Naturally. But one morning I woke up and the card I pulled for business said yes. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Like, I wonder what the description is. So I like pull up the little book and I'm like reading it. And the description says, yes, 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 yes. Just say yes. And I'm like, I didn't ask the question. Like, what do you mean? Say yes. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I didn't ask a question. I'm not debating anything. Like this is ridiculous. And all day I'm like, that is like the dumbest card. I said, this stuff is like, this is stuff is fake. Stupid, like I don't believe it. Deck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in it anymore. And then, um, literally three hours later, oh I get a voice memo from Taylor in my DMS and yeah. her and I had been talking a little bit. She, we knew of each other, but we didn't know each other well. And she was like, Hey girl, I'm hosting a mastermind. I think you would be an amazing fit for this mastermind. So I would like love to, if you're interested, I'd love to chat with you more about it. And at that point in my life, I'd really been wanting to do a mastermind, but it wasn't on my radar. And so because I, again, that's a, that's a Western, you know, California thing that doesn't happen in Midwest. Okay. No, it, not at all. It's not typical at all for us. No, it is so funny. So I like got that invitation. I was like, oh, maybe this is what I'm supposed to say yes to. Maybe yes. Yeah. So you just know, uh, come what may, I'm going to make it work because I got totally. the yes Exactly. And so we end up doing a call and I'm like, all right, I'm in. And then it was so funny within less than a week of the mastermind starting, Taylor was like, oh wait, you're an event planner. Oh, I'm hosting two retreats in Costa Rica. Can I hire you to do, to do those? So again, it's just listening to the nudges. And it's like, if I wouldn't have said yes to that opportunity, and if I had wouldn't have said yes to joining this mastermind, then I would have never had the opportunity to do that retreat in Costa Rica. And from doing that retreat in Costa Rica, the number of people like yourself that I've gotten connected with and the number yes. of people that have found me from Taylor posting about me being at her retreat that have said, Oh my gosh, I saw you on Taylor's Instagram stories. I really, I want to host a retreat. Can we set up a call? And that it's just been so amazing. So just knowing like back in, I don't remember when that was. I think that was September or October. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. I What's the time nudge? lapse here? Because it seemed to like yeah. go in hyperspeed. It seems like if I've got the timeline, right. Like since the fall, it just seems like you know? it, it went so fast. I think I like that whole situation of joining the mastermind, I think happened in September and we didn't start the mastermind until January. So that happened in September. We found out we were moving at the beginning of October. We moved by the end of November. Mastermind started in January, hired, went to Costa Rica in March. Um, okay. So, so right yeah. there, I'm going to pause right there because that is such a pivotal part of this. It's that action step. Yes. 
You are just, mm-hmm. like you said, taking that action and joining Taylor Simpson, because again, you don't know, that's a big investment when you join a, a mastermind um, group. It's a, it's not a small investment for those of you who aren't in that world and don't know. I mean, this is a, a sizable or considerable um, that you have to think about it <laughs> to join it. So yeah. there has to be some really good, compelling reason that you're going to do this. There has to be some reasonable belief that something's going to be on the other end of that. Right. So totally, um, yeah. you know, and the fact that you did it right then and then boom, 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 everything that you had been desiring started to unroll. I've got chills. I've got chills I because know. that's exactly it. People, uh, y'all need to listen to her story because she's just yet another story of how this works. It's taking action, taking that faith step and then mm-hmm. inspired action and seeing what cards lay themselves out in front of you because they, they like I always think of it I don't know why this is the stupidest random example but I I don't know like I have you ever seen the Billie Jean video like Michael Jackson Billie Jean yeah. and like the squares light up come on now he lights up you know he goes to step down and the square lights up I'm like that's how I always see like these things unfolding like how the universe just lights up your path literally like the next step lights up like step here now step here mm-hmm. now step here and it seems to me like my friend here is been living that in real life. <laughs> totally. And, and I mean, there had been many, 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 there'd probably been more moments in my life that I haven't done that yes. and missed opportunities and seen that how I have missed opportunities. And so I think for some people, like, yes, it's scary to step off the ledge. Yes. It is scary to invest in yourself. It's scary to, it you know, it move is. across the country with unknown of like, what's going to happen. It's yeah, like, how scary. are we supporting ourselves? What's, you know, we'd have to sustain a life, find a place to live, you know, whatever. Totally. You know? But it's like, you have to check in with that, like gut feeling of like, does this feel right to me? And if it is a yes, then you have to take action on it. Um, so I'm so grateful that I did take action on it. And I'm so grateful to have amazing people in my life, like Taylor, who have introduced me to even more amazing people like yourself. Oh my God. It is amazing though. I mean, I, I, and again, the speed with which it happened is just, please, everybody listen to this because that's really what it is. Myself included is like, you know, making some moves and just recently as recent as yesterday, um, you know, made a big move, a big investment in myself. And, and all of a sudden everything is starting to like ideas and people are starting to kind of come into Mm -hmm. alignment. It is crazy. So, and I mean, and that's really the key, you know, is, is keep moving forward because there's the passive action. That's easy for us. Right. We can quickly, Oh, let's call that venue for you. Like, Oh, we'll get all these venues. We get all these things, you know, uh, but selling ourselves hard to do. All right. You know, like figuring out some of the business parts of it that we don't know, very hard to do. So how did you set this? So um, you had a business coach, so she helped you structure the whole thing as far as I'm sure like the you know, the infrastructure of your business and how, mm-hmm. how to set it up. And then I'm assuming how to like market it and, and this and that. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, mm-hmm. so she did that. Now, what does a day in the life of a typical, if there is such a thing, 
typical event? Do you do big and small events or do you do like Taylor Simpson size or do you do everything or what, what is your uh, niche there? Yeah. Great question. So yeah, there is no typical day ever because yeah, some days so. I am sitting on my couch in San Diego and some days I am in Costa Rica chasing down howler monkeys. So, you know, there's no, there's no typical yeah, day yeah, the howler all. monkeys. Um, so mainly what I focus on is retreats for female entrepreneurs. So I absolutely, especially like spiritual retreats or business focused retreats. That is just like where my jam is at. Exactly. That's my, I'm your girl. Um, yeah. Yes. I love watching one of my favorite things in the entire world is I'm big about like, I want to see the impact that the event makes. And so watching like, for example, in Costa Rica, there were two different groups and watching Taylor coach these women and create these massive transformations in these women and have been seeing what they've been doing with their lives and with their business since they've gotten home. I mean, some of them have opened businesses. Some of them have quit jobs. Some of them have like just completely like moved mm. locations. And it's just so amazing to see how a five-day experience can literally change your entire life. So that's that's what fuels my fire. hundred well, That's what I was going to ask you. What is your greatest thing that you love to see? What's the greatest part of your job? Is it that, or what else is it? Is it like, I love it when a plan comes together. Are you that girl? Are you like the OCD planner kind of thing? And like, you freaking just love it when a plan goes exactly as you put it. I mean, it. don't get me wrong. Yes. I get so much satisfaction, but I think at the end of the day is like seeing like that transformation that the attendees have. Mm. But in addition to that, also seeing the retreat host just mm -hmm. stand in their zone of genius and stand in their mm. power and do what they're amazing at and not worry about dumb stuff like is coffee made or just the yes, shuttle driver. Yes. Oh, stuff like that. That or, gets it so, you know, off, off of our, yeah. gets me off my game. Like things like that totally. get, get me off my game. It's, it was so, it's just so like, again, going back to Taylor, it was so amazing just watching her just sit there and like fully coach these women and knowing in the morning, like she was up in her room meditating and drinking tea and doing her skincare routine. And I was downstairs making sure everybody had coffee and making sure everybody had tea, <laughs> making sure the chef arrives. Like that kind of stuff fuels my fire knowing that I, my love language is acts of service. So like knowing um, I can take care of somebody perfect. and make sure that they are like happy and fulfilled and doing their thing. Like that makes me happy. Oh my gosh. I mean, that is, that is, there's just something for everybody. You know, it's like, that is something that you love and that would give me anxiety over the top. Like I would be nonstop anxiety. Can I do it? And do I do it? Especially like I'm a mom. So, you know, all I ever do is serve, 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 serve. You know, I'm always serving, you know, and I love to do it. Um, but look, when I do it for a group of people that I don't know, like, let's say like in the corporate world or something like that, my anxiety will be off the chart. And so totally. you do it with such presence and such, um, uh, gratitude and intentionality. And I think that's what the difference maker, not only is it obviously you're in your zone of genius while you're letting like Taylor and whoever else be in their zone, but it's because oh, yeah. you're in your zone. That's why it works. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And yes, I mean, like you said, yes, we all have our zones of genius. And I told Taylor multiple times, I said, sitting and watching you coach these women if I was in your shoes, I would want to throw up. Like if somebody was like, <laughs> I'm just feeling like I might want to leave my husband. I would like sit there stone cold and be like, okay, go journal about that. And come back yeah, to me. Like, oh, oh, you know, we'll get back to that. Uh. Where it's like Taylor, like, is just, she, you know, and like healers, like they just yeah. guide them through that. And that's such a gift. And that's something that 
I don't personally like that's not my zone of genius at all. So I'm so happy to support somebody that is in that zone of genius that Mm. like, it just makes me excited. And, and it makes us so happy to have somebody alongside because that's such a comfort because when I'm thinking of, um, setting up retreats or whatever, I've been thinking about this for a long time and then COVID came. Mm-hmm. So then talk about being a staller anyway. And then COVID comes along. You know, I was the ultimate staller. Over, uh-huh. you know, I put a complete breaks on everything. And so that just completely threw me off my game. But yeah, it's that kind of stuff. It's the, oh, well, well then who will take care of and transition to this next event? And who will have that mm-hmm. set up then? And then what if I can't trust, you know, I bring somebody in and they're not good at it or, you know, yeah. or they're like, you know, lagging behind and not like on it because then I would oh, want for- sure well, and it's it's really funny a lot of people say to me you know I have a team that can plan my retreat or um oh it's like I can bring my sister or my friend and they can execute and you totally can but the difference is is that I always tell people is like yes it's an investment to invest in a retreat planner yeah. however you're gaining back so much time that Mm -hmm. you can sell another program, sell another retreat. You can add more coaching hours. Like you can make that back that investment so quickly because a retreat planner and an event planner helps you again, stay in your zone of genius. And you're not worrying about crazy things. Like you just said of like, how do I do a shuttle schedule or like, wait, Oh yeah. The shuttles. Oh my God. The shuttles alone would, I would be six feet under at that point. Like I'm done. Exactly. I'm out. Especially in foreign countries. Like they they may not speak English or like, yeah, that happens all the time. Oh my God. You are special that you can do that. There is no chance. I can't even like get through my own plane ticket situation with any kind of feeling of ease. I'm always like, Oh God, is my number. You know, I'm like totally. just flustered, especially like going through customs. I, I always laugh in some of like the coaching programs that I do. I will talk about, you know, how attitude and how you attract what, what you're mm-hmm. thinking of. And every time I was pre all of this nervous, Nelly, always thinking something's going wrong, overthinking the heck out of everything. So went to a, um, you know, like Punta Cana, whatever my, my son and some of his friends and some of the moms all went mm-hmm. to Punta Cana. Um, long story short, attitude everyone else is, you know, having so much fun going to the, uh, airport drinking, you know, Ooh, so excited. And then here's me, I'm all worried about it. And I'm worried about, Oh God, going through customs, whatever. Who do you think out of that entire group got stopped at customs? You did me. Of course yep. it was me. Of course, because I was obsessively thinking about it. Yeah. So, you know, again, that just goes to show that how you think about things, make it, you know, make it happen in reality. So, I mean, if you're going to be worried and thinking about it. So the fact that you can just naturally approach these things with ease, that's a Mm -hmm. gift because I still couldn't, even though I've done a lot of work since then, I still would have that, you know, that little, you know, I couldn't do it. So tell me what are some of the more unusual things that you have had to do for like, as you set up these events, because you did some really sweet things like with, with Taylor's event, but what's some of the more fun that you've had to get really freaking creative and do? Oh yeah, that's fun. Um, you know, I like, I love that I get to reflect each 
retreat hosts personality and what they like, what it feels inspired to them. So like if it's even from finding gift sponsors for like swag bags or daily gifts, like finding things that feel really unique to the retreat host versus Mm. just like, you know, blanket things or like one of the things we did in Costa Rica, which was so much fun is we, I, um, my wedding planning business, I actually had a floral design element to it for a while. So I know how to design flowers and I taught everybody how to make flower crowns. And we thought, oh yeah, that'll be something fun that we'll just do for one of the evenings, like nothing wild. And those flower crowns, I think came out every single night and we all wore them and danced. And, oh, like, really? That was like a total embodiment of the vibe that's totally. going on there. And so like that kind of stuff is really fun to me. And don't get me wrong, like doing the boat tours and that kind of stuff. But like one you know, of the, the creative I, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love the creative stuff. And I also love finding like off the beaten path really unique, authentic experiences as well. So, you know, like in Costa Rica, we also did, um, we went to a cacao farm and we ended up making friends with the owner. It's a teeny tiny cacao farm and he had us under a little hut and we ended up making friends with the owner and he's coming out with a skincare line and like all of us are just like, we're all WhatsApp friends with him now. And we chat with him. (laughs) WhatsApp friends. Yeah. It's just, it's really cool to see that kind of stuff happen and to find those really unique experiences that feel really fitting to the retreat host Mm. and authentic to the experience that they're trying to get. Oh my gosh. You are my human. I mean, like that's the kind of stuff that is right in my wheelhouse. Like I love that sweet creativity, something Mm -hmm. that's unpredictable. That's kind of like the route I'm going with mine is an experiential retreat. Like all y'all people are asleep. Okay. Everyone is asleep and I'm going to broaden your horizons to things that you never even thought of things that are just very kind of sumptuous about life and flowers. That's so funny. When you said flowers, I'm like, yeah, Um, flowers is one of them. Like just really, because you get such good vibes when you look at beauty like that, you know, and like, that's like a whole other, um, it's not just, oh, a flower is a flower, but when you are awake, a flower is like, oh God, that's so beautiful. Or you see like a, a flower arrangement or something like really stunning like that. That just speaks to me, you know, and I'm sure a lot of other people, and I love that you do that. And the cacao farm shut up. I mean, that, how fun is that? How did you even find that guy? How did you find him? Um, I think I found him on Google or something like that. And then we, like, I found him on Google, booked him through, like, um, the town that we were stayed at was super small and booked him through, like, a informate the town's information center and then like we made friends with him and then we all exchanged what apps and now he's like a good friend of ours and he was like yeah for future just whatsapp me and we'll like we'll do this separate so it's just making those kinds of connections and then also like allowing the attendees to also make those kinds of connections is really exciting to me versus like going to a super popular touristy farm where you know they have a gift shop at the end and it just doesn't feel yes oh my god again you are my human I mean I hate that I hate the predictable, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I love how your gift is you, you know, eschew the predictable and go for the unpredictable. Yeah. And, and I love that. And I, I love, um, I would be curious about how you do the whole swag bag. See, that's another thing for retreat hosts that, um, that's a big detail in like the fact that you, you know, take care of that, you know, or you yeah. are on top of that. 
Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been a lot of fun for me, like working with really amazing brands and companies that feel super aligned that also want to support these women that are attending this, these retreats. So, um, it's one of my actually favorite things to do. And I love really? pitching companies. Oh yeah. I think it's so much fun. I was like, I think I could do PR in another lifetime. Oh my God. But- <laughs> and I was in PR and I hate doing that. Well, really? you know what it is though? I hate doing it for myself though. I think that's the uh, difference is like, because I'm representing myself where in PR, I could represent the brand or the company that I was working for, or, you know, the, the action group or whatever that I was doing it for. So that was different. I could hide behind it because it really wasn't about me, but when it's about you, that's a little Mm -hmm. more naked bear out there. And then, you know, you're vulnerable. Oh, no, I agree. I mean, I have way more success pitching companies for my clients than myself because I just think like, I mean, it's it's a worthiness issue in there. Yes, it is. See, that's more work (laughs) needs to be done, right? I mean, this is like, it exposed it like nothing else. It's that worthiness part of it that you just feel like, oh, but, but are they receptive to it? Are the companies that you, I mean, do they feel like it's a symbiotic relationship where like they're getting some, you know, they're getting a platform, but then like, absolutely. And that's where I go back to, it's kind of like a fun, creative game for me of, okay, what makes sense for this particular retreat? You know, if I'm pitching a retreat in Bali, if we need swag bag gifts, um, does a skateboard company seem like a good fit? No. So we're not going to do that, but does a like aromatherapy room mist Mm. feel like a good fit? Absolutely. Mm. Um, so I think it's just, and if it's like a health and wellness retreat, does pitching a cupcake company make sense? Probably not. Just probably not, (laughs) but you know, organify like green juice or something like that. That feels like a great fit. So just like, I think that's really fun for me is the creative side of, okay, what, really meshes well with the retreat host, their values, and also what meshes with this retreat and would make the most sense and would also support the journey that they're on and the transformation that they're going, they're embodying during this event. So it's just finding like little fun gifts to spoil them with that makes sense along the way. Oh my gosh. I love that. I mean, again, because that's what makes it that little extra notch of specialness yes. is just going those, those extra touches. I mean, mm-hmm. I have definitely always been like that. You know, you kind of know who you are. You look back upon your life and you find out like, oh yeah, I always have done that. Like, I don't yeah. just do that for you, but like, I've always been that way. Yeah. Like I'm room mom lady, you know, where you're doing all the parties and, and things for, for kids parties. Of course, I'm not coming in with just the white napkins in the white plates. Yeah. <laughs> We're fluffing up everything. You know, we've got all the fun, cute, you know, festive stuff. So that mm-hmm. has just always been an embodiment of, of who I am. So it would be really hard for me to get with somebody who is antiseptic and just very, plain Jane, but looking to check the box, which is great, but that's not enough. That's not going to cut it for, for, you know, my thought process, you know? Absolutely. Yes. You need the creativity and you need the organized side. You need those to blend together. Yes. And you're like a a great, perfect embodiment of that because obviously I saw your creativity on display, but now I'm getting a little bit more a sense of the, the behind the scenes, Brooke, you know, the organized and, and you're very methodical, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and that's great. And so again, anyone out there who is, who is looking to do this, it sounds like her schedule's filling up though. So I'm just, saying you best get on it (laughs) because she is definitely doing her thing and check her out and before I I let you go I why don't you tell us where we can find you and then we'll 
close this thing out because I mean, you are a superstar. I mean, you yes. are really just really gifted at what you do. I mean, it, it shows, and even just from the snippets that I have had some contact with you, I was completely dazzled by what you're doing. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, the best way to hang out with me, interact with me is on Instagram at Brooke Dumas Retreats. There's um, underscores in between Brooke and Dumas. Um, okay. And then if you want to, if you are thinking about hosting a retreat and you want to go ahead and snag, I have a free um, retreat pricing formula in the link in my bio. It will walk you through everything that you need to consider before you establish your retreat pricing, not only to make sure that you break even, but you also get paid because, you know, that would be nice. It is a business. Yeah, it is a business and you yeah. do want to get paid. And yes, I always tell people, you know, on the first one, you might just break even and that's fine. But the goal is eventually I have many clients that make six figures and profit a lot of money off of retreat. So there wow. is a business to do it. So download that retreat pricing formula and um, mm -hmm. use that to establish your ticket pricing for your retreat. Oh my God. That's so awesome. Well, I will definitely put your um, contact information in the, in the show notes and um, be following along on your progress and share some of your, you know, fun events. You have one in Bali. How awesome is that? When is that going to be? I mean, like, oh, next I don't year? have one right now because unfortunately I was supposed to Bali is very closed right now. Oh, so we're just trying to find some new ones, but yeah, we, oh, you're kicking it around. Yeah. We're Bali's kicking in it the around. We, we're looking at Greece. We're looking at some other options. So, you know, hmm. I mean, just, you know, horrible locations to travel. That's to. just terrible. Your job sucks. <laughs> I mean, like it just totally sucks. Yeah. <laughs> As I, I sit in, you know, Ohio, I'm like, Hmm, Bali, Ohio, Bali. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> it's really close. It's really close, but no. hard to pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll get moving on. I mean, there's no doubt I'm not staying here forever. So mm -hmm. we'll, we'll awesome. see where this is going, but your story is inspiring for me because you took chances and the universe always has your back as they always say, you know, yes. they, you know, just God universe, whoever it is that you are, are knowing as your source, then, you know, it, it takes inspired faith, belief and action. And you're exactly. a living proof of that. So I freaking love your story. So can't wait to see where you go next. I'll be following along. Like I said, share some of your stories and anyone who was looking to do any size retreat, we've got a good content person here who mm -hmm. can at least guide you, even if she can't be the coordinator for you. Um, she's just a really good source. So check her out. All right. Awesome. Thank so, you. Thank you so much for joining me today, Brooke, and best of luck. And I'll be checking in with you later. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. See ya.